I was just meditating. Oh, really? Let's talk about meditation. Okay. <laughs> it's a good segue. We kind of touched on it last time. So, yes. When did you start meditating? Oh my God. I don't even know. I, um, How did you get into it? It was Sam. Sam Harris, my lover. Yeah. I just, you know how, you know how I like when I discover a person, I kind of, I deep dive, like I get kind of psycho obsessed with them. You kind of were like that about everything. Yeah. Like when I first discovered Sam Harris, like whenever I like someone, I just, I want to know and read and everything they've ever done or, and so he's got that app waking up and um, I just started using it and I really like Sam's, um, the app is fucking amazing, by the way, but I really like his approach just because he's like scientific. He's, it's not, there's no like woo woo or even like Buddhism. It's just like, it's just mindfulness meditation, you know, like he comes at it really pragmatically, I guess. So that really, I don't know, it resonates with me because I, I always, that's why I wanted to talk about it today because I, I always thought it was something different and he sort of made me realize it's not at all what you sort of, when you think of meditation, you picture like, I don't know, like a hippie kind of, right? Yeah, maybe like a yogi. Yeah, but it, it's not, and it's not even about clearing your mind, you know, but I've been off and on with it, which I hate because I, I find the longer I do it, the more I like it. And that, but once I fall out of the habit of doing it, it's hard to get back in. So now the last, like, since you left, basically, I've been trying to get back into it because it's one of those things. Once you're into it, like, I kind of enjoy it, but starting it is hard, you know? Yeah. But what about you? You've done it for a long time, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, remember when Richie and I broke up and I went back to Saskatchewan for a couple months? Yeah. My sister was, I think she had just like finished yoga training and the two of us started doing meditation with Deepak Chopra's app. Like it wasn't an app. It was like, I think that you just like downloaded them at the time. There weren't really apps. <laughs> so uh, we would just listen to his guided meditations and do those every day. And then... I kind of wasn't into the whole like new age shit anymore. So I started using calm for a while and now, oh no, I used headspace. I used headspace for a while and now I use calm. And I like last year, I feel like I did it for like at least 11 months, like I only missed a couple weeks here and there, like if I was traveling. But even when I was traveling, I would try, like when I came to visit you, I was still meditating and I only do it like, like 10 minutes a day, but I do do it almost every morning. And that, yeah, it's been pretty consistent throughout those like 12 years. And yeah. I think it's been really, really, really good for me. Yeah. Just, like I want to swing from them. One of those people that now is totally two things like first of all like it's it's i don't think most people understand what it is and secondly yeah the amount of benefits it has and and i want to get more into it because yeah i'm just like touching the surface i feel like of what it can do for you because it's not even about the 
time that you're meditating, it, it sort of carries out into your daily life, right? Yeah, I feel like sometimes throughout the day, I will just like close my eyes and take a few deep breaths and like, just center myself when, you know, work is crazy or whatever. Yeah, it's sort of because it's not about really about clearing your mind. It's about observing your mind. So you're basically just paying attention and being present. And so you're watching and you're trying to catch your thoughts because I mean, right now, because I'm starting again, I can not even make it 10 counting 10 breaths without catching myself drifting off in thought, right, which is pretty bad, but it's common. Like we're all like that. Oh man, that still happens all the time for me. And I've been doing it a really long time. If you're not focused, like if you don't stay in the moment, you lose it. And that's yeah. how we're all living our lives all the time. We're not even in the present. Yeah. And if you like underneath our thoughts, which are constantly whizzing, we're judging everything all the time. Like we don't even realize it. If we really do have this center that is just peace and happiness. And if you're able to like, if it feels like for me, it feels like dropping back. Like I kind of like fall back into myself and just like observe. And it's like the best feeling in the world. Cause it doesn't matter what thoughts or feelings come up. You just, you're sort of like watching them. You're not identifying with them. You're like, you're not taking them on. You're just kind of like, Oh, okay. And then they disappear. Right. So it's so such a powerful tool to be able to do but yeah i used to think it was just about like clearing your mind which i guess as you're advanced that's what you do but really at this point i it's just interesting to observe your mind right like i don't know if it's the adhd i was curious if this if you feel like this too but I, like say i'm counting my breaths it's not like I go off into this fantasy, but I, I just feel like I constantly have this sort of, it's almost like a soft murmuring or whispering almost like I just, it's not like clear thoughts, but my brain is constantly like, it's not whispering, but it's almost like a constant like murmuring in, in the back of my head, which is like really annoying. And I wonder if it's the ADHD or, or what, like, do you feel like that too? I don't know if I would describe it like it's like crosstalk because that's what it sounds like people are like talking in the corners of your mind or something. Yeah. Like it's subtle. But like I couldn't even tell you what it, there saying, is always, saying. there's always just one voice in my head. It's just one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's fucking <laughs> annoying. Lucky. You're so lucky. Oh my God. <laughs> Cause yeah, I just have this sort of like static talking going on, but it's, it's mute. It's almost like, like, I can't even really tell what is happening, but I know that my brain is sort of whizzing in the background. I can, like, feel it. So it's hard for me to clear, clear that. But I really want to get more into it. What's one of my things this year? So I'm excited to see if I can. So far, I feel like I've come really far with it. But And the more you do it, like, when I got really into it last year, I was actually looking forward to doing it, which is crazy because I, I hate it when I started. It's, it's funny how it's just sitting, but it just it's something I just... Uh, it can it's feel hard. like torture some it days. Can like absolutely feel like torture. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, I don't want to sit here with myself. I prefer to be distracted. But it is really it's just great for self-awareness too. Yeah. Because and you realize how much control you actually do have over your brain if you pay attention. Yeah, because and how cool is that? 
the monkey mind just is like, like survive, survive, survive. And if you never get to that place where you're like, wait a minute, why am I thinking about this stuff? Or I just keep thinking about the same thing on a loop. Like, how is this helping me? I can have different thoughts. <laughs> like you yeah. can, you can decide to think in a different way. And I think meditation is really cool for like giving me that awareness that I can harness the power of my brain instead of my brain controlling me. Yeah. Like to and a point, to a point, but yeah. But if you keep practicing, I think it can, like, I'm excited to get better at it. Cause yeah, I, I can catch myself now. I'm at the stage where I can catch myself. If I start to like ruminate about something, I can catch it and stop it. But like to have complete mind control, like you'd be like a superhuman. I mean, that's and I don't cool. know. I don't know if you really want that either. Cause like, I feel like part of being human is not really having that control. I don't know what yeah. the experience of, of certainty would be. Yeah. And I remember I, I talked to you about this before when I was starting out, I was scared to like, to meditate because I felt like my brain, I just identified so much with how much I think. And I thought that was like, it made me smarter. And I thought I'd be dumb. Like, I was like, how am I supposed to walk around like not think like wouldn't you be an idiot but it's again it's not about not thinking it's just about like having control and awareness of your thoughts it's really mostly about awareness just that that your thoughts aren't real yeah they aren't you no and they're just like like neurological signals Spazzes. yeah yeah it's just like a sound or a smell or anything else like you're the you're the person who's observing or noticing the thoughts you're not the thoughts you know so even just that yeah. that little sort of uh, awareness is it's life-changing it's it's really cool yeah it's freeing it's very freeing to realize like it's just all noise in there but you can turn it off you could change it's the not channel you. it's not you yeah like i'm like Ugh. it doesn't have to be so noisy in here Let's chill out, man. Yeah, or I'll catch myself like trying to think about again something from the past or and I'm like, no, like I don't I don't need to go there again. Like I've thought isn't about it this. funny? Isn't it funny how much of the time we spend either living in the past, ruminating about something that happened and it's done and you can't change it? or worrying about the future and what's going to happen and like we spend so little time in the now and that's all you really experience like life is just a series of nows well it's the only so thing that's real you're not really experiencing your life because you're like always going backwards or forwards like god there's some things that i've thought about so much and i'm like thinking about it isn't going to change what happened yeah. Or like, I'm going to figure this out. What? There's nothing to figure out. It's over. It's ancient history. Just move on. Yeah. Or like, if you catch your, like, I catch myself be like, oh, like, wondering what people think of you. Or, and I catch myself all the time be like, no, like, it doesn't, like, absolutely does not matter what anyone, like, it doesn't affect you. 
if someone, you know, if someone's not in your life, they're not in my head. That's sort of my motto. Like I just, there's no. Yeah. And if you think about it, meditation kind of give, gives you some insight into how other people's brains might be. And they're thinking they're doing all the same things that you are maybe. <laughs> and their brain is like, they're thinking about shit that happened 20 years ago or shit that's going to happen. And like, they're not even in the present either. And so if you're worrying about them noticing you, they're probably not. Yeah. I hope meditation becomes, I think it will, I think it will become a necessity because it is so transformative and there's so much um, new, so many new studies on like neuroplasticity and what it can do for people's brains and pain relief and stress, anxiety, everything. So I think it's something that I hope one day it'll be taught in schools, but. It is taught in schools right now. Not my sister, in schools. My sister has taught it. I just don't really see that happening. And you, you want to know why? why? Because I feel like our culture is really always looking for a quick fix. And it's the same as like talk therapy, meditation takes effort and it's uncomfortable and it's hard. It's way easier to get an antidepressant, you know? Yeah. And it's mandated. Misconstrued, like you know, it's that's why I wanted to talk about it too. I'm like the public um, persona of meditation isn't really accurate. I don't think people think it's something else. But fuck, like having a car and driving now, it's like people could use some meditation, man. Like, like even when I was with you, like remember that guy? Like people are just fucking losing their shit over the most ridiculous thing, like a half a second wait or like. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, holy shit. Like, fucking people need to calm the fuck down. Like, okay, there's traffic. Like, what are you going to do? Like, it's just, it's nuts. You really notice it when you're driving. Like, wow. People need to get their shit together. I just, I, anyone I've ever told to meditate has always come up with an excuse for why they can't. Every single person, I'm like, Meditation has changed my life. This is like such a great thing. It has helped me in so many ways. And they're just like, oh, yeah, like I tried it once and uh, it didn't work for me. And I'm like, you can't just try it once. Like it's fucking hard even when you've been doing it forever. And it's just a worthwhile, it's a good way to spend your time as opposed to like watching TV, you know? Like I just think. You're saying that you you hope that meditation will be more a part of people's lives, but I just think that people always choose the easy way out. They don't want to go inside their heads. Yeah, but maybe once more it becomes more knowledge uh, that how, I don't know, how efficient it is. Like maybe because there are like all these new studies and it showing what it can do for people, but the thing is, it's like it's like any like a muscle, like working on the gym. It's like that. You can't just like do a couple bicep crunches or bicep, whatever they're called. Bicep curls. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you kind of aren't crunching your bicep. I'd be like, "Why well, my bicep? It didn't work." You know, it's like it's something you have to do. Yeah, it has to be a practice. Because yeah, it- when I tell people to everybody, they're like, "Oh, I, I can't do it." But honestly, if I can motherfucking do it, yeah, 
Uh, anyone can do it. If I I'm can do it, because, like, my brain is not good. <laughs> Your brain's not good? My brain's fucked. Like, my brain is... <laughs> it's not a nice place inside of there. Yeah. So, if I like, can, like, wander in there all scared, then anyone else can do it. Because, I mean, the benefits are insane. Like, just for me, from barely i feel like i'm scratching the surface of it um the biggest thing it, it's helped me with is sleep which i know they always say like don't fall asleep and don't meditate before bed but i find clearing being able to clear my mind where i'm at that place where i'm tired in bed has been so fucking amazing oh, i know it, again it's i just so drop helpful. back i just drop yeah. back because that's when my brain seems to light up right as soon as i lay down for bed it's just like party time yeah so i feel like i finally have control over that and i don't really deal with insomnia unless it's like hormonal of course but as someone with adhd i, I feel a lot more content with boredom and i don't mm -hmm. uh, i'm calmer i don't always have that sort of like rushy rushy feeling or if i'm stuck in a lineup without my phone like i'm not panicked or in all these little moments you know like it, i'm just like it's it's huge it's it's so great like the other day I went to the sauna and I hadn't been in a sauna in like years. Were you naked? I, no. Oh. I could have been, but I was not. Were um, other people naked? No, there was no one else there. I had this like private sauna room. Oh. Yeah, it's like this small little room where you have like this individual one person sauna and I, I used to do hot yoga a lot, but you know how when you go in the sauna, like you really have to, it's, it's kind of similar to meditation in a, in a way, because you think, oh, I can do this because I've done it before, but like your body isn't used to it. So I was in there for like 45 minutes and I was meditating the whole time. Like I had, they have an iPad in there. So I like put on just some like new agey meditation music playlist that was just on their Spotify. And I, I was doing so well for like the first 30 minutes. And I was like, yeah, like, look how far I've come. I'm, I'm in the zone. And, and then it started getting really hard <laughs> and I started to feel like I was going to puke. And I was like, oh God, this is what happens when you get an ego about, like, that's the shitty thing is being like, your ego is still there, even though like part of this practice is to try to let go of the ego. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I'm excited to like go back to the sauna again because I think it's much easier to do something like that, like a difficult physical thing when you have a meditation practice because you just have a stronger mm -hmm. ability to deal with discomfort, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Which I definitely need much more practice with. But yeah, once, like I said, once you have that skill of that ability to like drop back sort of, it's uh, it comes in handy multiple times throughout the day it's great it took me a long time to be able to do that and like i said before i can do it but almost immediately the judgment comes in and it's like yeah you did it and it's like motherfucker 
like yeah. it's it's wild like we are judging and making comments on absolutely everything yeah. we don't even realize it like constantly it's it, it's so nuts but underneath it all there is this core of peace you know and we all have it it's just yeah, buried it's, it feels really safe when you get there yeah like you always have a little place you can go yeah it's like your you know? secret little corner yeah <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Just knowing that that I can always get like if I need to escape, I can just go inward into that place. It's so calming. Like it's like I can handle anything. I just have to go to my little peace place and come back and deal with the world, you know? Yeah, I can I can deal and with small crises easily now with that like you know like that man like yelling at me or things like that i can easily just be like watch the thought and let it go but with big things i still i can't i can't be mindful i just fucking lose my shit but i'm hoping with lots of practice i can get there i want to reach enlightenment oh yeah <laughs> just a small oh, boy. goal <laughs> I mean, not this year, but, you know, eventually. I would love to do a retreat. Have you ever done one? Like a silent, like a week or whatever? No. I did I would... go I did go to the Buddhist temple here. And it was like, like you oh. weren't allowed to talk. How was and it? We was were it just hard? meditating. Yes. Yes, it was. I find my knees hurt too and my joints get stiff from sitting cross-legged even for like 15 minutes. I'm like sore. Oh, sometimes but... I just lie down. Yeah, like, I find it easier to do lie down because again, that feeling of dropping back is easier for me to, I don't know, it's weird. Like, like I feel like, yeah, I have the same issue. Like my lower back will get sore <laughs> or my knees and uh, uh savasana is just the best for like just laying there with your like shoulders back and your hands by your side like corpse pose yeah <laughs> that's my favorite yoga pose <laughs> well it is the best one <laughs> i'd love to do because i read uh, i've read lots of books but that there's a book 10 percent happier by dan something he was like a um, a news anchor like who was doing like cocaine all the time and had like a panic attack on air and and ended up finding meditation but he he recommends going to a retreat to like get you into like I don't know I guess supposedly even just doing a couple days at a retreat it'll like you'll cross that threshold and get it a lot more you know yeah so I think that's a good idea for people who have never done it before I think it is important to kind of be guided at first like when i started i was doing guided meditations where he was like telling you like picture this and now you're by a waterfall and this and you're just like visualizing and that was like a good gateway to get to the point where i didn't i don't necessarily use guided meditations anymore I can just put on music I did use the waking up app like a free trial but I don't I didn't really like it mm. I don't I know love why it. but I love it because it has so much stuff on it like it's got basically a podcast like he's got interviews with 
a bunch of like meditation people. And then there's all these different people and they're like, I think I played one for you, like different like sets of meditations. And I've only listened to a few, but I've like really, really loved them. And there's there's theory. He keeps adding stuff too. It gets better every year. But and then you've got the guided meditation, you've got introductory course, you've got there's stuff for kit. Like there's just so much stuff on it. But I don't know when you tried it because probably it was pretty new. I I only think it's a couple yeah. years old. Yeah, I think I started using it at the beginning. So maybe it has changed a lot since then. Yeah. And his voice is so calming, you know? It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like instead it. of meditating you're just thinking about jerking him naked <laughs> jerking off like, i call it meditating but every time i log on to fucking twitter or whatever like nobody gets dumped on more than sam harris like people just fucking i just logged on again and people are fucking like oh he even like didn't Put his glass down on a coaster once and someone like snapped a picture of it and they're like it's all over twitter and it's like man i feel like this happens to any like i don't know anyone who's calm and happy and moral and good like i don't know to me sam is like yeah i don't agree with all of his points of views and whatever but he's sort of to me like a really just a good human so it's interesting to see how I feel like those people always get the most hate almost, you know, because he gets an unnecessary amount of hate. Like people just love bashing him. What is it about people trying to tear people down? Well, if you think about it, like Gandhi got shot. Martin Luther King got shot. Socrates, they killed him. Like it's just sort of this. uh, Yeah, even the hate the jews like people fucking hate like you know what i mean like any i don't know people that's just yeah, human as nature soon as, right as soon as you're shiny everyone wants to bring you down and i just don't get that because when i see someone doing something really well i want to be around them and i want to i look at them and i get excited because i'm like i could have that too you know like you look at Sam and you're like, oh, he's happy and he's smart and he's doing all these wonderful things. That could happen to me too. Like, I don't know. I just don't understand why people are so miserable. I don't understand people. Maybe because they're not meditating. Yeah, absolutely. We should start a meditation app. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what would it be called? It's something funny. I don't know. I cannot do it when I'm stoned, though. No. no. Like, my why mind you, just why lights Why would you up. even try? I don't know. I try everything. I love trying new things. But <laughs> I, I've tried it many times just because I used to always be stoned. But it's really difficult for me anyways. My brain sort of just goes haywire when I'm stoned. It's just very active. Yeah, you also exercising when you're stoned is bad too. Really? I don't recommend. Like one time I got stoned and I was like, I'm going to do a cycling workout and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> yeah, yoga. I went to like, yoga once is bad. Yeah. No balance, no coordination. Like maybe, maybe if you're like just stretching or something. 
Well, lifting weights, I think, was good because I my pain threshold seemed to be a lot higher. So I would do, I remember being really sore the next day because I would do a lot more reps than I would normally. But partly it was because I was like zoned out at the floor, seeing like the picture of a beaver and the way the wood was, you know. <laughs> but I was just, yeah, I found I could lift a lot more weights, but still, I mean, yeah. But you I could like definitely hurt yourself yeah. that way if you don't really know. Yeah how like the weed is masking the pain absolutely um i have a question for you though mm -hmm. do you believe in um the idea of a collective consciousness yeah you do yeah i think we're all connected because yeah apparently if you reach enlightenment or um you know with psychedelics too you can get there if you meditate a lot you sort of the self dissolves and you you see that it's just one big open consciousness but i don't know if i've felt that entirely yet i know kind of so yeah i don't know how i feel about that it's interesting to think about though i know have you ever tried to send someone a message through like your brain how do you do that like so, let's say that you're thinking about somebody and okay send me a message well, I can't do it right now. <laughs> I can. Okay. Okay. Did you do it? Mm hmm. Did it have something to do with eggplant? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, shit. I did read somewhere that if you're thinking about someone, that means they're thinking about you. But I think that's, I don't really think that's true but it's cute yeah i don't know if that's true but yeah i do think that i do think that we can communicate in other ways like because mm. you know how you know how all the trees are connected oh like yeah they, yeah they have like a language and they're all I kind of think people are like that, but we're just not really aware of how it works and how to use it. Yeah, we're just one big glob. Yeah, but we all think we're separate. And that's one of the first things that I learned when I was getting into meditation is like the concept of separateness is an illusion. Yeah. And all of this stuff that's happening on Twitter, it's like, people commenting on Sam Harris are just commenting on themselves. Yeah. Well, there's one intellectual, I actually really like him and I listen to him. Uh, he's Canadian and he has a particular, almost a vendetta against Sam. He brings it up all the time. He has little, he'll do like an eight minute sort of rant about, about Sam. like he just, he calls him the Malibu meditator. And, it, and it, to me, it makes him look really bad and it makes it, I get the vibe. It's almost jealousy or something, you know, because he's so hell bent on just making fun of Sam Harris all the time that it, it just looks bad on him. I still like him and I listen to him because he's funny, but it, I definitely, yeah. Like when you see someone doing that, you're like, oh, this is about you, not about them, right? And you got to keep that in mind if somebody's exactly. doing that to you. It's never about you, it's about them. But like nothing is really about you. Like we're yeah. all, we're all you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I definitely get that feeling on mushrooms or or acid. You know, you get that feeling yeah. that we're all connected and yada yada yada. Well, the great thing about mushrooms is you see this world that you don't see when you're not on the drug where everything is moving and the colors are more vibrant and everything breathes and the world is probably like that all the time but we just don't experience it like that yeah because that's all just a mental shift in your head right like Mm -hmm. it makes you wonder if any of this is real and it, it's oh. just so crazy how powerful <laughs> the fucking your mind is and your thoughts are right like it's yeah, everything so all the more reason to start meditating people because it really strengthens it strengthens your connection with yourself and it, it's empowering and it, it just it, it makes you a better person it, it yeah. honestly does it makes everything in your life better I don't know if anyone ever listens to this, but I could recommend, obviously, Sam Harris. But uh, my favorite books I've read are from this guy, John Cabot-Zinn. Cabot yeah. with a K. His books, I found, I don't know why, but they were fucking amazing. That 10% Happier one is neat because it's like this dude's story of how he got into it. And he was like a super unlikely candidate. And then I think you gave me one of his books and I ended up buying all the rest of Rupert Spira. You uh, recommended. Yeah, I think it's, I don't know if you pronounce it Spira or Spira, but his books are really good. He uses a lot of like metaphors and analogies to, to help you like get the idea that your thoughts are not you. I think he uses like a movie screen, right? And I think you're the screen. So you're like always there, but everything else is just like a projection onto you. Mm-hmm. It's not you. And everyone else has that too. We're all, we all have our own movie playing in our heads where we're the main character. Yeah. I, I wish I'd got into it when I was younger, but again, like I always say, I probably would have told someone to fuck off if they, tried to recommend meditation to me when I was younger, which is so horrible because I had no idea what my brain was doing and how much it had control over me. And now I feel like at least I'm aware of it. You but know? the thing is that, that this comes to you in your own time. Like everyone, I hope everyone gets to it eventually namaste but you can't force it you can't force it and you you just can't force anything 